Blog Talk Radio. enough. 
guys, enough. It's over. Petitions to replay the game. T.O. coming on undisputed, talking about the commissioner can play the last two minutes of the game. Guys, no, no. Drop it. It's over. You know, let it go. You don't, now, at this point, you're staining the game. You know, a part of life is human error, you know, and it sucks. But that's part of life, you know, and it's always going to be there. So let's move on. Y'all have anything to add? Because that's where I'm at right now with it. It's time to move on. I was there last week. I'm good. Nothing can be done. Let's move on. Yeah, so I agree. Um, but a lot of calls throughout NFL playoff history that have been unfavorable and cost the team potentially the game. So this isn't unique in that regard. This is more uh, absurd in that it wasn't called. But, I mean, come on. Teams have lost playoff games due to questionable calls before. And teams have won playoff games in spite of questionable calls before. They still had a chance to win the game in overtime. Like, come on. I get it. It sucks, yeah, but you still had a chance to win the game in overtime. Yeah, that is undeniable. They did have that shot in overtime. So, all right. So, that's where we're at on that. Move on. Um, the other thing is, you know, I watched the Pro Bowl um, because, you know, the Cowboys, you know, were coaching it. They had uh, eight, well, six on the field and eight total representation tied with three other teams. Um, and that's only because there were players that were either injured or going to the Super Bowl that, you know, didn't participate. So, you know, Dak got in. Originally, he wasn't there. Vanderesh got in. Originally, he wasn't there. So, you know, and, and same thing with the Bears. Trubisky got in. And there were other players that got in because you need a roster. And so there were players that got in that would not have got in if the other players were either healthy or um, weren't going to play in the Super Bowl. And I watched the game, and – I mean, there was part of me that was just enjoying the novelty of watching deep play defense and, you know, all the little funny things that they were doing. And it was kind of cute. I'm like, okay. You know, and Zeke was, uh, um, you know, on the, off on the uh, punt return, and he did a fake. I'm like, mm, that was a lot of look at that. And, you know, got 22 yards. Yeah, there were some cute things. And, and, you know, but overall, it wasn't a game. You know, it, you know, the players are so concerned about injuries. You know, as soon as someone gets wrapped up, they blow the whistle. You know, you can't blitz. Um, there's no kickoffs. You know, I mean, it's just such a watered-down version of the game we know and love. Um, I don't know how you guys feel or feel, but I'm just going to say this. Um, if that's the best that the NFL is willing to do, and, you know, 67000 to the winner and 34000 to the loser, which to these guys is, you know, that's, that's vacation money. If that's not enough um, to get a decent game, I say just get rid of it. You know, go, go, go back to the old days of, you know, you could have your pro, pro Bowl rosters and you can still vote, and these are the guys that made the Pro Bowl, but don't bother having a game. You know, you have some skill competition. You know what we want to see if you're going to do skills? We want to see who has the strongest arm in the NFL. We want to see who is legitimately the fastest. We want to see who is the strongest. You know, like, do some things like that along with whatever other bullshit you want to do. But this, 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 is, this is a farce. Get rid of it. That's just my thought. You guys, how you guys feel? Well, I, I told you last week that this whole – Pro Bowl is watered down. Those are my exact words. That's part of the reason why I didn't watch it. Other reason is I had Olivia unexpectedly, but 
in terms of the game itself, I mean, because of the contact, the physicality of it, I completely understand why they're so cognizant of injury and whatnot. They don't want to jeopardize their careers or jeopardize the upcoming season, so I get all of that. Um, I think maybe maybe it's time to revisit just how we view the Pro Bowl in, in itself. Maybe our expectations of an actual game are too high, and maybe we should lower our expectations to understand and realize that these folks aren't going to try to knock each other's heads off like we're used to seeing in the regular season and, and the postseason, and, and maybe this is the best that, that can be done. And if that's the case, I'm, I guess I'd be all right with it. I'm definitely in agreement with the T. I think the skills competition is great. I think they probably need to just enhance that more. But in terms of the game, it's never going to be what we expect it to be because we're so used to seeing the physicality. That's just not going to be there because folks are so worried about getting injured. So I'm, I'm not surprised by what we're seeing right now. It's probably going to continue. I, I, you know, one comment. I'm okay with less physicality. I'm not okay with none. Zero. I mean, that's flag football. That's touch football. I, I that you know, I, you know, you wanna you you know change the rules of the Pro Bowl and 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 do some things like get rid of kickoffs and stuff and be cognizant of injuries. Okay, but no contact. I mean, I think I saw one tackle the whole game. Like that. That's not football. Get a nerf football, put on your little flags, and then do that because that's what I watched on Sunday. Anyway, K-Star, I'm sorry, guys. Well, I mean, they're always going to keep it because apparently it had, I think I heard double or maybe even triple the ratings of the World Series. So it's a money grab. The Pro Bowl did? You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's some absurd right. number. Right? So, I mean, the NFL is probably like, uh, it's all good, which kind of sucks because the product isn't very good. I actually didn't watch it. Uh, I might give it a rewind this week on NFL Rewind, but – It's always um, it's, you know, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I did want to see Saquon and Zeke on defense. That sounded kind of funny. And Alvin Kamara, I thought he got like a sack yeah, or force fumble or something. So, yeah, I mean, that part's kind of cool. Like, a, maybe they should, maybe they could, you know, have some sort of gimmick where defensive players play offense or offensive players play defense because it's going to be a joke of a game anyway. You might as well just let guys have fun, something like that. Um, but, yeah, the actual game, it's, 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 it's trash. It is what it is, but they're not going to get rid of that because that trash is making a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point, and I guess I would say to that, that's fine if it's that popular. I didn't hear that at all. Um, then, you know, then, hey, what do I know? But, you know, I think the object, the idea of a Pro Bowl or an All-Star game is the best talent against the best talent, and let's see. You know, you like to see, you know, back in the old days when the game was really played, you know, and and you had, you know, the AFC and the NFC, and you got to see dream matchups with teams that never played against each other, people playing together that you would never see, you know, um, Troy Aikman throwing to, you know, Jerry Rice and that kind of stuff, which you will never see. And these guys played the game, and it was exciting, and um, that's what it was all about. And, you know, I mean, Jay, I guess you got a point, then, if they want to rebrand it, I mean, just don't call it, you know, call it something else because it is not an all-star football game. It is, it's, it's something else. And if, if that's what the best you have to offer us, okay, then, you know, then market it as such, market it as, you know, the Harlem Globetrotters versus the New Jersey General type, a lot of fun, lighthearted football. Um, and, then, and then at least we know, okay, yep, this is it. Um, because every year I turn it on thinking, okay, 
you know, they you guys remember, right? They had captains and they they mixed the teams up, and you know, Jerry Rice against um, Dion or whoever the hell, you know, picking teams and you know they they tried everything to keep the the Pro Bowl interesting, and none of it has worked. So I'm stunned that the ratings were that good. I'm I'm stunned. So you know I you know if that's if if that's the case and they want to keep it then then I guess I'd go back and say JB's right then rebrand it remarket it don't call it real football you know call it <laughs> something else call it you know Barnum and Bailey you know call it something else you know because it, it, that's not what it is so yeah but, I wonder I wonder if this is deeper than just what we're seeing at at the surface maybe. Maybe if they were to guarantee, they being the owners, were to guarantee contracts and folks wouldn't be so worried about injury because they know they're going to get paid when we see a better Pro Bowl. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's Hon- possible. Honestly, man, I'm telling you, they should do something really gimmicky, like off, like defensive players play offense with an all-time quarterback. Because the only reason why I kind of want to watch this Pro Bowl is just to see the silliness of Ezekiel and Saquon on defense and those kind of things. I mean, that way we know the game's not serious. You know, it'll be a unique concept. And, you know, if that's what they're kind of tinkering out around with anyway, I mean, that's the most highlights I saw was offensive players on defense. I mean, maybe, you know, that could be something they market as a fun, yeah. you know, trial. Yeah. yeah. I think they already know it's not much of a game to begin with. So any tinkering that can be done can only help it. Yeah, and I, and I think the other thing that irritates me is, you know, I love the fact that there were eight Cowboys on the team, but I'm sorry, Dak Prescott didn't have a Pro Bowl year. He didn't. He had a, he had a solid year for Dak Prescott. The Cowboys did some things, but you know, he he doesn't he doesn't deserve to be a Pro Bowl quarterback. And neither does Mitch Trubisky, if you ask me. Not when you look at yeah. you know what you know some of the other you know Drew Brees and some of the other quarterbacks did in the NFC. Now you know now you've got six seven quarterbacks. I mean, you know, we're only talking 16 teams, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then if you take the bottom five or six out, so now you're talking 10 teams, and then you get six quarterbacks out of those 10 in the Pro Bowl. So, why, you know what I mean? It's not even like – it's not even prestigious because so many players opt out for a variety of reasons. And I think they need to look at that too, you know? I, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm not mad at the player, but it just it's, it's a hollow Pro Bowl. I, I Another factor is they used that. to play, they used to play the Pro Bowl after the Super Bowl, so you could still have yep. some of those Super Bowl teams playing their All Stars within the Pro Bowl game. But now it's like, you know, their Tom Brady's never going to be in the Pro Bowl because he's always in the Super Bowl. And yeah, I think right. you have other players who just skip the trip because okay, it's Tom skipping and they're like in the Super Bowl. Like why should I go? Like who cares? Right. So, I mean that's maybe right. a residual effect of that too. The the other the other aspect of it, which is funny, is we talk about legacies when we talk about folks that are going to be enshrined in the Hall of Fame, and we always talk about the number of Pro Bowls that an uh, individual gets compared to someone else who may have not had as many Pro Bowls. Are they are they more eligible for the, the, the Hall of Fame than the next person? But when we see these inflated Pro Bowl numbers, it makes you wonder: Well, did they really get into the Pro Bowl? Do they really deserve the the, the accolades that they're getting, not to mention a lot of these contracts will have the Pro Bowl as part of the incentive package. So 
I mean, obviously the, the players are going to go for it because if I'm going to get another hundred grand, for example, to make the Pro Bowl and I'm called, hey, that's another hundred grand in my pocket whether I had a good enough year or not. But it just it, it's, it, it makes me think about legacies for past and present because you think about the Jack Lamberts of the world. You think about the Tony Dorsett's of the world. You think about the Mike Singletary's of the world. Those folks made the Pro Bowl. There were no honorary nothing because somebody else didn't want to go or what have you was injured. They truly made the Pro Bowl. Now you fast forward to today's current age. Now you got to almost have it with an asterisk. You don't know how many Pro Bowls this person really made or was it folks that were better than them just went to the Super Bowl or were injured and they just happened to get that designation because there was nobody else left. So that's another aspect of it that kind of gets overlooked. Well, I, I will clarify this. No. No, no, no pro player has an incentive on Pro Bowls. They do have incentives on becoming an all-pro, which is different than making a Pro Bowl. But they, they did away with that years ago because for this very reason, it, 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 okay, it's not really to. much of an accomplishment. So that one thing. But everything else, I agree. You're right. When you look back at somebody's career and you hear 10-time Pro Bowler, you know, or 5-time Pro Bowler, it's like, okay, how many of those were legitimate, like, Okay, you were you were really earned it, or how many of those were? Yeah, you were third or fourth alternate, and that's how you got in. You know, like yeah, I think that's that's that I think that's a valid point. Absolutely. Yeah, I think people should look at all pro instead. Usually, uh, yeah, pretty I, good. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. Um, hey, Doctor Train, if uh, well, I don't know, you're not on yet. I'm gonna keep trying to look at the switchboard so I can click him on. But um, um, I can't. I, I I'm driving, so you know he may sit there for a minute. So every now and then I'm gonna say, Doctor Train, if you're there, shoot me a text, because I'll hear the text and then I'll know to go ahead and click you on. So guys, when you hear me say that, that's why I'm saying it. Um, let's talk about the Rams and the Patriots. And um, you know, I don't know. I don't. I, you know, we'll do our picks at the end. But um, you know, I feel. Like, a year ago, we had the same conversation. You know, can the Eagles come in and dethrone the Patriots? Can the Eagles do this? You know, can Foles continue? Blah, blah, blah. Um, I know I didn't think they could do it. I don't remember how you guys all felt. But I think we were probably all on the same page a year ago that, you know, Brady and Belichick's not going to lose to, you know, a backup quarterback. <laughs> it's not going to happen. And yeah, we were wrong. Yeah, we were all wrong. Um, yeah, we were all wrong. So now here we are a year later, and so we don't have a backup quarterback, but we have a third-year starter whose first year was dreadful. But you know we can kind of we can kind of pin that more on uh, you know Fisher um, than than maybe on on Goff, and you know it's a young team with a very young head coach. I mean, Sean McVay's 33 years old, just turned 33. Bill Belichick is 66 years old. You know, um, Sean Mc, uh, Jared Goff. I mean, this is kind of a great that, you know, you, you think about growing up as a kid watching Tom Brady, and then next thing you know, you're playing him in a regular season game, and then, you know, a year plus later, you're playing him in a Super Bowl. Like, I can't even imagine how that must feel for him. But that said, let's get the accolade and the superstar and all that out of here. It's time to play some football. And, you know, I think we all can agree, can the Rams win? Of course. Will the Rams win? Win? That's another story. So I'm going to ask you guys, um, give me one. Okay, don't take all the meat off that bone, but give me one key. If the Rams 
are going to pull the upset. I'll start with JB. Give me in your mind what would be the like this? Hey, if they're going to win this game, this is the this thing here. This one thing right here, they have to do if they're going to have any chance to pull this upset. What do you got, JB? They have to get pressure up the middle between Sue and Donald, and then the the linebackers with with Fowler and I think um, Brockers. They got to get pressure up the middle. Brady likes to have the, he likes to step into the pocket, and this is. This is almost quote-unquote documented. He likes to step into the pocket. He's obviously not the most mobile quarterback in the world. You can time him with a sundial doing the 40-yard dash. So if you can get pressure up the middle, get in his face, get him flustered, I think that will be a, a huge huge key to victory for the Rams. Okay. Pressure up the middle. Okay, Stark, give me one key to the Rams. What's your top thing, man? They, they got to do this. If they're going to win this game, what you got? Uh, play really efficient in situational downs. One thing we saw last year was that the Eagles were really successful on third and fourth down, especially fourth and short. They converted two, one for a touchdown, really special. And you have the Rams who have a really creative coach and who have been a pretty efficient team throughout the year. Um, the Patriots give up a lot of yards, but they're really good in the red zone and on third down. So for the Rams, it's really – you know, when they get those third and shorts, when they get those fourth and short opportunities, converting, and same thing within the red zone. Can't settle for three against New England. We're going to need points. Um, so I would say just winning those situational downs, that was the biggest reason why Philly was able to pull it off last year uh, in the Super Bowl was they got those fourth down conversions, those third and sevens, and um, it allowed them to have an opportunity to just squeak by Tom Brady and the Patriots. Okay. Um, so for me, the Rams got to run the ball. Got to run the ball. Control the clock, run the ball. Brady can't hurt you from the sideline. He can't. And, um, you know, when you look at, and I don't, you know, I'm driving, guys. I don't have all the stats that I, I had, but there's some pretty powerful stats on this playoffs postseason. And the teams that were successful running the football are the ones that made it to the Super Bowl, and the teams that weren't successful are the ones sitting home. If you look at all the winning games, it wasn't the pass. It was running the football that did it. And so if the Rams are going to have any shot, you know, you've got, you've got uh, Gurley, who many consider when healthy the best back in the NFL. I feel differently, but, you know, I know he's up there. And then you picked up C.J. Anderson, who, who – um, you know, certainly against Dallas showed something, um, you know. So, um, you know, you, you, you've got a, a decent backup who can give Gurley some rest. So in the second half, you know, Gurley, Gurley should get 10 to 12 touches in the first half if you can make that happen and load up CJ, but then have Gurley fresh for that second half. And, then I'm, and I'm like, I'm, I'm Gurley all over you, <laughs> you know. He's that good. He says he's healthy. They say he's healthy. So you got to run that ball. You got to run that ball. Um, all right, uh, Train, if you are out there listening, uh, text me. Uh, I'm driving, and it is not that easy for me to look at my phone um, where I am actually hosting from my phone. So um, feel free to text me and let me know that you're ready to join us. Okay. All right, so we got up the middle, pressure. We've got situational conversions, 
and we've got running the football. Okay. Um, now let's look at the Patriots side of things. Let's assume the Patriots are the favorite, right? Um, in order for them to win this game, even though they're the favorite, I want the same question. Okay. What is it they have to do? What do we need to see from the Patriots in order for them to win? This, this your top thing. This is what they have to do if they're going to win this game. Uh, this time I'll go to K-Star first. Um, I, I would say it's it's keep keep Aaron Donald off of Tom Brady. Keep him down Sue off Tom Brady. Uh, like JB said, the way you can beat Tom is getting pressure. We've seen the Giants defense of the line do it. Uh, versus the undefeated Super Bowl Patriots team. Um, but specifically at the middle, we have Aaron Donald, who's just the best defensive tackle in the league. And they need to find a way to neutralize him. Uh, the Patriots do. I'm sure, like they did against the Chargers, they'll be through short, quick passes and, and stuff of that nature. Um, but they got to find a way to make sure he's blocked uh, and contained at all times. Okay. JB, same question. Patriots. Saying the Patriots need to control the clock. And, and in order to control the clock, they need to control the line of scrimmage. Uh, if they can do that and be consistent with that, have long, sustaining drives, keeps that potent Rams offense on the sideline for one. Two, it also tires out that defense, which although up front they're strong, I don't know how deep they are. So if you get those that front seven pretty tired out, you might start to open up some lanes because don't forget they got Sonny Michelle who's been playing pretty well and might be able to open up some lanes for them and further sustain some drives. So if they can do that, that's that's another big key for a victory for them. Okay. Um, I'm going to say the same thing that I said for the Rams. Patriots got to do the same thing. Run the ball. Um, you know, I've been clear over the last couple of months that this time I feel – that I'm on point with Brady not being the Brady that we've seen in the past. I know I've thought I've seen it earlier, and then, you know, he, he proved me wrong. He was an MVP a year ago, and he, 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 he didn't come back and just have one good game here and there. He came back, and he had a string of good games and enough to earn MVP. So, you know, but this year was different, um, and, I, and I've said it. 80% of Tom Brady's still better than everybody else. He's that good. Um, but I don't think I don't think that they're going to get four quarters of greatness from Tom Brady. I, we have not seen that this playoffs. We haven't seen four quarters of greatness from Tom Brady. Well, maybe maybe the uh, Chargers game. Um, I think the Chargers this they just didn't even show up. So, but um, but generally speaking, it's been the run game that has allowed Brady to pick teams apart, or it's been the Chargers who played a zone. Um, most of the game that allowed Brady to pick them apart. So Brady's got to run that ball. And then, you know, if the team, you know, is able to stop the run, then obviously he's going to have to go to the play action and go to the, the short passes. He does a lot of those. But it's going to start with the run. Jay called it Sonny Michelle, um, James White. You know, they, they've got to run that ball. And, and, you know, the team that runs the ball better is going to win this game, in my opinion. And, you know, it brings me to another point <laughs> that, uh, you know, I've been thinking about all week, and I'm going to say it. And you know what? Hey, you guys can certainly come back a year from now and, and rub it in my face and say the omniscient one was not omniscient. He was wrong. And, hey, I'll take it, you know. Um, 
but I don't have a problem, you know, hey, I'm going to make my prediction. I don't have a problem. I'm not talking about the game. I'm just talking about what I'm about to say. Um, so I think football fans, in particular Patriots fans, need to enjoy this game. Um, you know, to think that Brady is playing in his ninth Super Bowl in 18, 19 years, um, you know, to think about that they can – you know, win their sixth and tie K-Star Patriots <laughs> in victories. To think about the franchise, this is the franchise 11th Super Bowl, which exceeds the Cowboys and the Patriots. I mean, the Cowboys and the and the uh, Steelers with eight appearances each. I mean, it, it, you know, what we have seen is amazing. And I, I just, you know, I want everybody to enjoy this game. Enjoy Tom Brady playing in a Super Bowl. Because I'm going to tell you now, this is it. This is it. He'll, he'll have a decent season next year, and he'll be amongst the league leaders in certain different categories. And, you know, he plays in the AFC East. You know, there's no competition there. No matter what these teams do, they can't they, – they, 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 there's no competition. But there's competition in the AFC, and it's getting better. And he's, going, he's 41, and he'll be turning 42 during next season. And he wants to play to 45. And Gronk isn't what Gronk used to be. And no telling what free agency will do to them in the offseason. And, uh, you know, I just enjoy this game, Patriots fans, and enjoy the greatest to ever do it. Football fans, enjoy the legend. Enjoy him. Because you may never see him at this level again, and you may not see him at this game again. And this isn't even an insult. Like this, you know, I can hear people, oh, you disrespect the Tom Brady. He don't play, then this is going to be nine Super Bowls. It's got to end at some point. <laughs> he can't do this forever. It's going to end at some point. You know, it ended with Michael Jordan, who did six. It ended with Bill Russell, who did 11. You know what I mean? It, 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 you know, LeBron James is playing it in every finals for the last, what, eight years? Uh, at some point, yep. it's going to end. These things will come to an end. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this too shall end. And my prediction, and I'm going on the record now, and I'm sure my co-hosts will remember this next year because if we're sitting here a year from now and it's the Patriots against whoever, I know they're going to say, uh, T, <laughs> got that tape from a year ago, brother? And I'll be like, yep, sure do. And I was wrong. And then I'll sit there and say, but this is it. <laughs> this is it. Said it a year ago, but no, this is no. Um, I really believe that this is it. And I think we've got to appreciate, you know, what Tom Brady's greatness has meant to football. And I don't think we're going to see this level of greatness from him moving forward. I think he'll be good, but I don't think he'll be great again. So enjoy. And when next year he's not playing like legendary status and he's just playing good football, I'm going to say, I told you. (laughs) I told you. It's passing of the guard in the NFL, everybody. It's happening right in front of us. This is it. The new, the new, the new younger crew is coming through to take over, and um, this is it. So, all right, let's see if we got. Uh, I don't know if he's even on yet or not. Let's see. Nope, he's still not on. Okay. All right. Um, let's let's just go on and get, make some picks because um, I don't know what you know. I, I I think we can talk more about the game as we as we pick. Um, so. I want you guys to pick who you think is going to win. Actually, let's do it this way. Call on an audible. Tell me who you want to win. 
okay, which is a different question. And then tell me who you think you'll win, who you think will win, and then why. So who do you want to win? Who are you going to be rooting for? Who do you think will win? And then why do you think this team is going to win? So it'll give you a chance for a little more analysis. So, uh, JB, you've got the calm. You first. All right, so I want the Rams to win just because, uh, obviously, my disdain for the Patriots for what they did with the state of Connecticut has got really nothing else to do with the greatness of seeing them in constant Super Bowls and deep runs in playoffs and nine appearances in the last 19 years. That's all admirable, but that, it just pissed me off with that whole thing. So I'd like to see the Rams win. Um, I'm picking the Patriots to win because I think experience does matter, especially when they were just here a year ago and the taste that they had in the mouth of losing to the Eagles and losing, like you said, T, to basically to a backup quarterback. I think that still resonates with a lot of the, the players on that team because it's basically, for, for the most part, same players came over from last year that are still there this year. Obviously, with Brady and Gronk and, 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 and Belichick with being the coach and what have you, Obviously, Matt Patricia is a different story. He's not there. But players and coaches, for the most part, are the same. And I think they're going to think back to what they did right and, and more so what they did wrong and really try to right the wrongs of last year. Take everything that they've learned from that experience and apply it to this year. And, and it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a close game. I don't expect it to be a shootout. I don't expect for it to be a blowout. But I think – when it comes to Super Bowls and when it comes to deep playoff runs, that means something. And obviously no one's made the deep, the, this kind of a run um, in, in football like Brady has and like Belichick has together. So the whole coach-quarterback combo that you brought up that everybody else is now snatching really reigns true and reigns supreme. So I'm picking the, the Patriots to win, although I, I, I really want the Rams to win. You know, it is funny that I never heard that anywhere until we started using it here on the Madden voice. Like I'm dead serious. Like I never heard any, anybody on TV use that. And now it's everywhere. And, and even really blew up with, um, you know, Peterson and then now McVay and, um, you know, but I, I, it is, it is amazing. And, you know, you hate, like, who are we? We're just small little, you know, mom, pa show with, you know, a few people out there listening to us. We've been doing this about 10, 11 years, like, but God, yeah, it just makes me feel like someone out there actually was not just fans, but like people in, in the, you know, I told y'all the story about when Dwight Freeney was on the show. Okay. And, um, uh, uh, train asked him what he thought for the 18 game season. They were talking about going adding two extra games taking two regular um, preseason games off and adding two regular season games. So it's an 18-game season. And Freeney said, hell no. <laughs> He's like, I don't agree with it. I don't like it. And proceeded to discuss how hard it is just to play the 16 games. He's like, veterans, we don't really play in the preseason, so that don't matter to us. But the regular season matters. And, you know, getting your body back to play those 16 games every week is demanding it up, adding two more games. No, I don't like it. The next day, ESPN, quote Dwight Freeney, on a recent interview, Dwight Freeney states that he is against 
an 18-game season. The next day, I said, this is some bull. <laughs> I said, this didn't even, quote, didn't even say the Madden voice. Didn't even say, you know, Dr. Train had asked on the Madden voice. Just said on a radio show. On a re- not even that, uh, a recent interview. That's what they said. I said, ain't that a blip? So, anyway, I, I'm sorry. I just digress because of what Jay said about, you know. And there's been other things that we have coined and stated on this show. And then a few days later or within a week, I'm seeing it on TV. And I'm just like, wait, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. So, y'all remember when they drafted Kirk Cousins in Washington? The same year they drafted RG3. Y'all remember what I said, right? Mm-hmm. Well, later on, that was everywhere. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, they, you know, imitation is a serious form of flattery. But anyway, um, so K-Star, same question. I'll repeat it in case all my, all my babbling um, uh, has made you forget the question. And, you know, I just want to thank Mother Nature because right now as, I, as I'm heading home, because we got snow, like mixture of snow and rain, so I got really worried about what was going to happen. And so far it's been all rain. And my car thermometer says 36 degrees. Um, so I'm just hoping that, you know, it stays this way. I can get my butt home and got, you know, no sleep. Anyway, I digress. Um, K-Star, same question. Who do you want to win? Who do you think is going to win and why? So I want the Patriots to win. And for me, it's a matter of I appreciate greatness, right? When you watch Tom Brady – to me, and I didn't get to watch him my whole life because I was a little, you know, too young at that point. But it's like watching Michael Jordan of football in the sense that, like, you just appreciate the dominance. Like, I can't stand Tom Brady, but I have so much respect for this man. The accolades that you listed up earlier about how many Super Bowls he's been to doesn't even sound like a real statistic, but it is. So, for me, you know, it, it's like, take the head off, nod this man, give him my respect to see him do it again. Um, I like to watch greatness, and he is the epitome of greatness at that position. Uh, so for that for that reason, I, I like to see the, the legacy continue to grow for Tom Brady at age 41. That's just a ridiculous. I'm surprised. Um, <laughs> I, I'm surprised that you want the Patriots to have six like your Steelers, and I'm even more surprised that you're supporting Tom Brady, a guy who has certainly been a thorn in the Steelers' side more than once. Um so that's, that's extremely surprising. Um, but, hey, you know, I mean, um, you know, that's the football in you, I guess. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, uh, it's, it's more the football. Nerd. I mean, and also the thing with the Rams is they have such a lame fan base. Like, <laughs> they just, you know, they just got this team. You know, they got this nice gift in front of them. But they barely even showed up to watch the team, you know, fly out to uh, Atlanta, you know, the team – uh, send off. Like when you compare that to how it looked in New England with all those fans out there, it was just pathetic. The Rams display as a fandom, and so it's just like you know, if the Rams win, it's whatever, it's fine. But um, I don't know. It's just doesn't move the needle for me. I'd rather just see Tom Brady continue to uh, add to his legacy. It's already the it, Steelers already overshadowed anyway compared to what Tom Brady's done. Everyone is at this point. You know, it is what it is uh, compared to what Brady's done in this in this era that just keeps on going. Yeah. That's tinsel town for you. Yeah. As far as who I think will win, um, I think the answer is the same. You know, last year when we saw 
the Eagles do what they did. Again, they were super hyper-efficient. They had to play damn near a perfect game versus New England to win. Um, with New England, they're so good at game planning. They're so good at neutralizing pass rushers that they will find a way to be efficient themselves. You know, defense, you know, Jared Goff has, thrown, has shown a tendency to be off-target a number of times throughout this postseason already. And you have the dynamic that is Cooper Cup is still missing out that lineup. He's not walking through that tunnel on Sunday. They have Josh Reynolds, their slot receiver, replacing him. I don't think that they're going to be able to do the things that Philly was able to do last year, this year. Okay. Um, well, you know, my first answer is easy and obvious. I, I'm, I want the Rams to win. Um, I've never been a fan of the Patriots. Um, I, you know, I had a struggle last year because the Patriots were playing the Eagles, and I hated both teams. Um, and um, if I recall, I think at the last minute I said I, I just can't root for the Eagles. I just can't. And, um, but I don't like either team. I've told the story about meeting Bob Kraft a long time ago <clears throat> when the Patriots were talking about coming to Connecticut, and I worked for a company that had a, a arm that did uh, furniture and did um, products, and the, 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 the factory it was a nonprofit factory, <clears throat> pardon me, that wanted to the locker, do the lockers for the stadium. And he came to tour the facility to get a sense of the capability to see, you know, if it was something we might be able to do. And it was a good move for him because he's trying to get buy-in from key stakeholders in Greater Hartford and blah, 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 blah. And I wore a scarf that day and put it on my door. And he walked in and I shook his hand and he said, oh, I had my red, white, and blue tie. He says, I see you wearing our colors. And I said, yes, sir, Mr. Kraft, I'm a big fan. I lied because I was trying to be a company guy. And then ended up pulling a plug and staying up in math. And ever since then, I was like, fuck the goddamn Patriots. Ain't got nothing to do with them being great. It has to do with them sticking it to Connecticut. So fuck the goddamn Patriots. And I still mean that. Now, with that said, I support, not support. I appreciate Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I do. And I can't, you know, we talk about football integrity, right? And I can't, I can't, you know, deflate gate is what it is. Uh, Spy gate is what it is. You don't go to nine Super Bowls without doing something right. Sorry, you just don't. And you don't, you know, have five as a starting quarterback unless you did something right. Nine appearances, it just doesn't happen. So, hey, I can't diss them on that level. What they do on the field is incredible. It's amazing. Um, so I want the Rams to win. So I, I had been pretty set, you know, um, you know, the young lady likes the Patriots, and she keeps asking me, who am I going to pick? Who am I going to pick? And um, I keep saying, I don't know, but probably the Patriots. I, I can't see the Rams coming in here and doing what the, the, the Eagles did last year. I, I just, you know, I, I don't see it happening. I've been saying that all week. And then something got me thinking. Remember I told you all a week ago I was feeling a little funny. And then I saw before Tom Brady left, and I don't know if this got national coverage. I think it did. But, you know, remember, I'm in Connecticut, so I may see things on my stations locally that y'all may not get nationally because I'm right here in New England. And so you may have seen it. You may not have. I don't know. But I saw Tom Brady at the rally before they flew to Atlanta chanting, we're still here. I saw Edelman on the sideline 
um, yeah, we suck or something like that. So apparently they were using the doubt that was out there to fuel them. Now, now the Edelman thing on the sideline didn't really bother me. Look at Brady, and I'm looking at Brady being the greatest ever. And he's up there chanting, we're still here, we're still here. And I'm like, that's not Brady-like. You know, that's, that's not what Brady normally does. So why is he doing it? Is it the Michael Jordan, I need something to motivate me? Is that, we all know that Jordan was the master in finding something to motivate why he was going to whoop you. Is it that? Um, I think so. You know, it could be. It could be. But whatever it is, it was not Tom Brady-like. And I, my problem with it is there's another team on the other side of that field. And they're watching this. And it's going to be like, do you forget that we've got a say in whether you win or lose? Like, you know, you, you, you want to go against your doubters as if your motivation to beat us is coming from your doubters and not out of respect for us. Where is the respect for us? Where is the, hey, man, I'm playing, you know, the NFC, the NFC uh, West champions, the NFC, you know, champions, um, you know, the young upcoming superstar head coach and yeah, you know, best running back in the game. Where's all those accolades when you're up there and you're talking about what you plan on doing why? And to me, it was, I don't want to say disrespectful. That's strong. I wouldn't say disrespectful. I think it was forgetful that there's another whole roster over there. There's a whole team over there. And I know later on they do all the, the bullshit interviews media week and, oh, I got a respect for Jared Goff. And I got, yeah, 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 bull, baloney. I'm talking about when you were here and you were talking to your fans, you were chanting, we still here. That's what I heard. And I, I now feel differently. And I was already feeling funky about this game. But I just think that the Patriots, are underestimating the Rams, and I think the Rams are going to pull an upset. I am, I am predicting the Rams are going to pull an upset. Um, you know, I, I, I listened to Bill Belichick talk about Wade Phillips, and he said he's a great defensive coordinator, but he's been doing pretty much the same stuff for 20 years. Now, even if you believe that, why would you say that? Right? Like, why? I, like, I don't know. It just, I, this whole, the way the Patriots are handling it, it's just rubbing me some kind of way. And by the way, I am now getting closer to home, and yeah, it's ugly out here. So much for the rain. It's now like sleet, and it's pretty ugly. So, yeah. we're going to be wrapping Change this up real quick. <laughs> Changing over, although I do have to stop and grab me some food. So, I'm, I'm getting off uh, in Plainville. Jay knows what I'm talking about. Getting off in Plainville. And, Wendy's is still open. So, yeah, I'm close enough where, you know, and I can I know the back roads from Wendy's to my house, so um, I, I'll be fine. I just got to drive slow. But um, anyway, um, I'm going to pick the Rams. I, I just – I think the Patriots are at a level of disrespect, and maybe it is disrespect. Maybe that – maybe I'm not going to shy away from it. I do think it's kind of taking the Rams a little lightly, and – I don't think you should do that because it's one game. It ain't a series. 
Like, this is it. This ain't, uh, you know, this ain't best of seven where you go out and you can blow the first game and come back and win four straight and it's over. No, you got one game. And everybody knows what the Patriots are going to do. There's no secret what the Patriots are going to do. There's no secret. You know, Belichick is going to try to take away what you do best. And, you know, there'll be a couple of wrinkles that you've never seen before because that's what he does. Brady's going to use the short passing game to try to open up things down the field, and they're going to run the football. And I think McVay has shown a level of understanding of this game that is rare at his age. And I don't think there's any intimidation or fear. I don't think Aaron Donald's afraid. I think Aaron Donald and Donkey Kong Sue, remember Cam Newton called him that, Donkey Kong Sue. Um, I think he, I think these guys, you know, Aqib Tlaib, we already know Marcus Peters ain't got no fear. I mean, you know, and some of the other players that Jay mentioned earlier, I, I man, I just, I think the, I think the Rams going to pull me upset. I think what I predicted to happen is going to start in this game, the changing of the guard. I, I really do. I would have, the Saints were playing, I would have bet the house that the Saints would win. Because Drew Brees wants to beat Tom Brady. He got, oh, my God, he wants to beat Tom Brady. But it ain't the Saints. It's the Rams. So I'm picking the Rams. Um, and, I, and I explained why it's really, it's it, some football, but um, it's really more about what I've been seeing from the Patriots. And I just, it's not what I'm used to. So, um, all right. So, um, I don't know. You guys, you know, I'm going to move on to final comments because I, um, I need to kind of wrap this up so if you guys have uh i'm sorry we didn't get dr train on i i know he texted me or he texted us something came up at work so um i'm fairly certain he's gonna pick the patriots but who knows um we'll check the uh madden voice facebook page and i'm gonna ask him to post his prediction on the madden voice facebook page so we can at least have it documented who he's picking probably a patriots and i'll be i'll be the lone wolf that went with the rams so um, so great game coming up. Looking forward to it. Hey, so in your final thoughts, just share with everybody, you know, Super Bowl plans. It may not be anything special or maybe it is, but what are you planning for the Super Bowl? Um, JB, why don't you go first? Oh, okay. Final thoughts. Um, every time we see a Super Bowl, we always see some unexpected guy come up, make a huge play or make a name for himself. Look out for that person. I don't know who it is. I don't think anyone knows who it is, obviously, but look out for it. See who it's going to be. Super Bowl plans, I'll have baby girl. Uh, we'll be over at a friend's house watching and um, just having a good time together. So laying low, but enjoying the game nonetheless. All right. I like it. Um, K-Star, final thoughts, and what are your plans for the Super Bowl? Uh, final thoughts. I think you hit on a pretty good point that it is a little uncharacteristic on Brady and the Patriots to be kind of hiding themselves on the back. I think a lot of it might be representing, you know, playing armchair quarterback here. I think a lot of it might be Tom, you know, feeling some sort of insecurity about his age uh, and, you know, looking at guys like Mahomes, those younger crop. I think he, the, the younger group of guys, I think he knows that time isn't soon, time is near. 
and so it's even more of a challenge to get to where they are. So, you know, I, I just wanted to say my final thought was uh, that I think there might be some merit to that. And um, on the flip side, you know, it could just be an MJ ploy. Uh, either way, looking forward to the game. The Rams are, are, are really well coached as well. So it should be a hell of a game. I think it's probably a 24-21 type game. Um, as far as my own plans, I am staying home with the family. We're making some bean dip and some buffalo dip and all sorts of fun stuff. My daughter's pretty excited. She's four, so she can, you know, she's going to get her first taste of the Super Bowl and kind of understand what's going on a little bit at least. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to Sunday. All right. So, um, yeah, I mean, the only thing I, I you know, um, I appreciate that um, K-Star kind of endorsement. And, you know, I'll be honest, it's Tuesday. You know, and, and if I change my mind, I'll post it on the Madden Voice Facebook page if I change my mind. So, you know, we'll see. Right now, that's where I'm at. Um, and I'll be watching it with the young lady. Um, I don't know, you know, she, she invited me to her house, and she said she would cook, and then, you know, she might come to my house, and then, you know, I would cook. So, I don't know, between between our two houses, one of us, um, you know, in all honesty, I got the better TV, you know what I'm saying? So, um, <laughs> um but I will be in a house watching this game and, um, you know, looking forward to it because this is it. Um, football ends here. So, hey, we're going to get on out of here so I can get home and be safe because um, it's nasty out here in Connecticut right now. So, um, JB, K-Star, thank you much. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday to recap the game and to see, hey, was my fancy prediction correct? Or, you know, what is this? What are you doing? What are you doing, idiot? See me driving and he's just going to just pull on out. People just, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, So we'll be back next Tuesday night and uh, we'll see, um, you know, let's, hey, let's just hope for a good game. Let's hope for a nice game like we had in the conference championship game. So, hey, for JB, for K-Star and hey, Dr. Train, man, we missed you, brother, but we'll talk to you soon. Everybody enjoy the Super Bowl. And remember, the ultimate feud will be settled on the field. Good night, everybody. Bop, 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 bop,